Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm so gassed up. I can't do nothing about it. If you passed up, don't hit my phone or talk about it. Okay. I'm so gassed up. I'm so gassed up. <laughs> what is up? What yeah, is up, guys? You deal with yeah, it. I know. Obviously, what is up, guys? Back and again, again, another episode and about to be in the books. Yep, <laughs> we guess up with Bohemian Chess. This dude right here. What's up? I'm still messed up over that <laughs> Facebook roll. That's all. It's got me like it's got me completely messed up oh. right now. Oh, but anyways, guys, we are your guys with Bohemian Chat City. I am that guy, the double BD, uh, best dressed big dude. Beside me is the somewhat inebriated. <laughs> A little bit. Always offensive. <laughs> My ride or die, Marshall Step. What's up? And we are here tonight, guys. We're going to talk to you. Um, maybe not all y'all can relate with this, but... Uh, the I majority th- of our... I think the majority of our listeners will be able to relate with tonight's topic. Oh, yeah, I, I believe so. Uh, we're going to talk to you guys about kid life. Ugh, Best okay. mistakes we ever made. Well, okay. I mean, it's not wrong. No, no, it's really not. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy having a child. It's quite fun. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> kids are so, you know, it's funny. We were talking about this because, you know, uh, my son just turned 11 Yep. Uh, Sunday. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> at the party, we were... Talk, I don't know how we got on the, the topic, but we were talking about the day he was born. Yeah. And the fact that, uh, well, I'm not going to go into that much detail. No, go uh, into that much detail. I'd rather not. Oh, come on. Uh, but uh, <laughs> we are talking about how beautiful of a process childbearing is. Oh, the, f- the fun part of childbearing. Yeah, and how fun it isn't. Uh, yeah. I was trying to back up by her head the whole time, and my mother-in-law kept pushing me down. I was like, <laughs> no, you did this. You're going to watch you're some go- of it. You're going to see this. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I saw it, and I was like, I don't want to be here no more. I don't like it here. I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> that door's open, yes? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, you know, we, me and Marshall got to talking at work today, and we, we realized... Um, Maybe we, I don't know, they're blessings in a way. They, they are. They're not, uh, they're not the, the greatest thing in the world. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, who's saying what? She's already starting in. Who is it? Uh, uh, Mitza, she oh. says, uh, somewhat inebriated, LOL. She <laughs> said, your mom, A.A. Ron. <laughs> yeah, uh, but anyways, uh, so yeah, we're going to talk about just some of the blessings yeah. And uh, curses of uh, parenthood and having children. 
Um, I can tell you one of the curses right off the bat. Go for it. You know, they're assholes. Like a lot. 100%. Yeah, because not only do they block you from stuff, but then they want to be all needy and, like, think you owe them the world. For real, what is that? Like, why? I don't... Because here's my thing. Yes, I spoil my kids, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, and, 100%. And, and honestly, I spoil Maddie, too. I mean, not to the ex- I don't spoil my child to the extent that I look at you and Ashley spoiling your children, but I do spoil my kid for the most part about 88% of the time. She gets what she wants when she asks for it. It is what it is. Now, in my defense, we don't spoil our kids as much as you think we do. No, and, and, that, and that's a good thing about knowing you and knowing Ashley and knowing the kids as long as I have literally since birth or before birth. Yeah. Um, no, I understand that y'all don't spoil them as much as, you know, a lot of people think. Um, and I, for the most part, just give you shit about it, really, yeah. is where but I'm at. I don't get it, because, like, our generation, I don't feel like we were that entitled like our kids' generation is nowadays. No, not at all, because if we started the whole whining crap or the, you know, Dad, you should go buy me a $150 pair of shoes, our our parents would have looked at it and said... Are you freaking crazy? Yeah. Like, no. You can have these pair of $45 Adidas, and you can go on about your business. Yeah. Well, see, and like, like uh, what is it? A while back, we were talking to Jackson and just, uh, you know, off the cuffs. I was like, hey, what do you what do you want for your first car? Yeah. And remember, he looked at me. He was like, I want a Tesla. <laughs> like, uh, good luck, bro. And I was like, excuse me? He was like, I want a Tesla. I was like, I don't even drive that expensive a car. Yeah. And like, I don't, <laughs> like, bro, Jackson, you have to understand my truck is still like eight years behind the times. Okay. Yeah. So like, no. Yeah. I'm like, I, you're not, you're not getting a Tesla. Mm-hmm. Like essentially you're not getting a Tesla. Yeah, for sure. So I just, you know, I love my kids. Uh, I had a moment yesterday where I realized, oh shit. Uh, my son's 11. You yeah. know, I, I really got seven good years left with him. Before he goes off to college and then, of course, you know, starts his own life. And Okay, so speaking of that, even though he goes off, say, 18 years old, goes to college, starts his own life and everything, I have to say the way, the way your relationship is with Jackson, I really don't see that. I see the fact that he's going to be like, hey, Dad, you need to come watch this. You need to come hang out. I, I still think you're going to be a very integral part of his life even after he's 18 and when he's in college and so on and so forth. I don't know, man. His, I, I really think that. His mom's such a helicopter mom. I think once he flies the coop. I never mentioned mom. <laughs> <laughs> I just mentioned now keep dad. In mind, hold up. She is but listening tonight. So I love you, Ashley. Please don't hate me. Thank you. No, I think, uh, you know, me and Ashley were joking uh, because Ashley put it in, in cause you know, we're going to Disney this summer. Yeah. Uh, and she was talking about, we have, uh, like seven family vacations left with Jackson for yeah. sure yeah, that he's see. financially obligated to go to. Yeah. Um, it's like, if we're putting up the money, you're going to be there. Yeah. And, and, you know, we, we made the joke about, uh, paying his college tuition <laughs> if he agrees to come home and go on family vacation with us every summer. <laughs> okay. And actually cracked the joke about, yeah, and he still has to let me hold him too. And I'm like, yeah, well, that's a little much. <laughs> yeah. But no, uh, <clears throat> 
Jackson is good. I'm worried about Emma. <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> I, I love this girl. She is the apple of my eye. If anybody's ever met Emma, they know. So Emma is, best way to describe it, she looks like my sister, acts like me, has the temper of her mother. And that's a whirlwind of a situation in and of itself. That's a toxic combination to have. Oh, for sure. You know, uh, I love her. You know, she is, she's probably top three favorite people in my life. Yeah. I'm number uh, two. It's okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> right. You're lucky to make it top five nowadays. Wow. <laughs> well, <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> but no, uh, just joking. But she is a... Pardon my friend, she is she is a handful. I was gonna cuss, but I decided not to. Uh, but she is she's too much sometimes. Like Her, yesterday, uh, bro. She drove me crazy yesterday. Okay. Uh she started throwing a fit for no reason. Like just having a I mean, what was it over? Was it her clothes situation? No, I don't remember. No, because it was the evening. Oh. So she had already made it all the way through school and everything but she was like she freaked out mm -hmm. and then oh i gotta admit i don't know if this was a good a good thing on my part as a father or not one of my my Better highest moments, moments yeah so she's in her room because i sent her to her room right and okay. i'm like i'm like don't come out till you're over it yeah you know? it's like it's it's one of those i'm not dealing with this situation like yeah deal with it on so your she's own. in her room and she starts screaming i want to run away i just want to run away right and she's seven <laughs> keep in mind she's seven so oh I look, gosh. I look at Ashley, and I'm like, "Do we let her?" <laughs> I was like, "Should I do it?" And Ashley was like, "That's on you." So I get up and I go in her room, right? And I'm like, "You want to run away?" And she was like, "I just want to run away." So I grab her suitcase and I start packing her bag. I was like, "Well, here, let me help you." She freaks out. She lost it. Right? She runs into the kitchen. Yeah. Because at this point in her mind, she's like, I'm really getting kicked out. Like, this is it. <laughs> like, I have no family. To make it worse, Jackson thinks I'm serious. Oh, Jesus. And he comes in there crying, pushing me. Like, stop. Yeah, like, you're not going to make her run away. <laughs> and, like, I'm not trying to break character, you know? Yeah, you're like, trying to stick with it. Yeah. So, like, he's getting mad. He starts crying. So then Ashley has to go to his room. And, and explain to him what's going on. And at the same time, like, I'm trying to put Emma in her place. And, bro, like, at that point, I, I realized maybe this isn't the route I should have went. Well, I mean, you ha see, and, and for me personally, you have to make kids understand that, listen, just because you're going to throw a fit, just because you're going to whine and cry about shit, does not mean you're getting your way. Yeah. And doesn't mean that I'm going to give in to what you want. I am still the adult. I am still your parent. And you will do, for the most part, what I want, when I want, and and when I say to do it. Yeah. You know, and, you know, I've had, I haven't, so my daughter's 12. What? Uh, Clint commented, oh. he said, that little girl has a mouth on her. She called me a poop. The other day I was talking to him on the phone and she was just roasting him the whole time. Bro, that girl runs her mouth nonstop. Yeah, she is my child. Oh, yeah. She 100% is my child. But, like, so Maddie's 12. Yeah. She'll be 13 in July. I'm not looking forward to these next, you know, 10 the years. Hormones, though, yeah. Bro. No, she's already getting there. There was one night we got into an argument about something and she's like, I just want to go to mom's house. I was like, Okay. Hi, Felicia. I was like, okay, you can go to mom's house. That's Kick fine. Rocks. But guess what? 
I'm going to make sure your mama knows how you've been acting, and I'm also going to make sure your mama knows that you ain't going to be on your phone, you're not going to be allowed to watch TV, and you can just go to sleep. Yeah, but you can go, but that phone's staying here. Yeah, well, I can lock the phone because I have parental oh, yeah, controls right. on her phone. So yeah. even if she did take it, she all she would be allowed to do at that point is just text or call oh, yeah. me or her mom, basically. So kids are assholes. Yeah. Like a lot. 100%. And it's a very fine line of when you're, especially in our situation, when you're a dad to a girl. Yeah. It's a a fine line of do I treat her like, not necessarily like we were treated, but do, or do I, you know, how do I know when the disciplining and the actual spankings and things like that is enough or it's run its course where, okay, now we're in a situation where you have to take away the electronics. Yeah. Well, see, and that's that's a that's a weird thing. Is like nowadays, you know, back then whoopings is what did us. Yes, but nowadays it's like I've learned the more effective route is taking away the electronic. Correct. Except for with Jackson, I thought because you know he has a phone now. Yep. He has the Xbox. He has the PlayStation. Uh, that's all he'd be worried about for a little while. I thought you know we can take this away and that will discipline him. No, yeah. he will like willingly give that up. What gets him the most is if we ground him from going outside. Yeah. Which I love and that that you know, I feel like that's a, a check mark by by me and Ashley as yeah. parents because my son would rather be playing outside than being on uh, every electronic because I mean this kid literally has he has a phone, he has a PlayStation, mm-hmm. he has an Xbox, he has the uh Oculus, yeah, he has an iPad, uh he has it all at his fingertips. Yeah. But he would rather be shooting hoops outside or playing football with one of the kids, the neighborhood kids. Mm-hmm. Um and I feel like that's more effective. But with Emma, bro, the second you tell her she cannot have an electronic device. Full meltdown mode. Full meltdown. Yep. And I'm like I I was not all right, in my defense. <laughs> oh, we have a defense now. Me and Ashley, like, I, I don't know how to put this. It doesn't make me sound Are like we talking about ass. the warden? No. Oh, hold on. We oh, we're going to get into yet. that? Yeah, okay. yeah, we even got there. My bad. Didn't mean to bring it up prematurely. So before we found out Emma was a girl, okay. we didn't even want a girl. We wanted a boy. We wanted two boys. Well, that's rude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I got to admit, like, God, God is funny how he works because... With him giving me a girl, he knew what kind of girl to give me. Well, not only that, but a, a I think it, I think it's nice. A he knew, for whatever reason, it might end up being that you needed to have a girl. Yeah, you know, and then also, like you said, you know, the type of girl to give you because she is ruthless. Yeah, because every time I call you, in the background all the Bruh, time, all the time. The second. and I'm just and finally I'm just like Emma. Shut your mouth so I can talk to your dad. Like, yeah. just stop talking to me she right now. She talks shit with the best of them. She's good at it. She is at seven years old, bro. And, like, and I lo- and you know we've talked about this. My daughter calls you uncle, mm-hmm. and your children call me uncle. And as far as not being actually related by blood, we're the only ones that our children's call uncle. Yeah, you know. So to me, to me, that is a very special thing to me. Yeah. Because it, it it lets the kids, you know, like I said, I've known the kids since before they were born, literally. Yeah. And, and to for you and Ashley to allow that and have that much faith in me, 
for lack of a better term. <laughs> I would say we have no faith in you. Wow. wow. No, no offense. Why did you have to do that on a live broadcast? Like, <laughs> so why? <laughs> all right. You know what? I'm done talking. Rude. I'm, all right. All right. We don't have, like, no, it's not no obvi- faith. Obvious- we don't put a whole lot of stock in you, though. N- nobody does. It's okay. But it just just the feeling that I get from them yeah. them knowing I'm Uncle Marshall and that Maddie knows you're Uncle Andy. Yeah. Because every time I reference you, it's Uncle Andy to my daughter. Yeah. And and she she understands. So I just I, I think that's that's through our friendship, that's what's come about. And it it's cool to know that we have that as far as friendship goes. Yeah. Because not a lot of friends allow that. You know what I mean? Well, and see, I think it goes one or two. Like, there's no middle ground. Yeah. It's either like no no parents ever do that with friends mm-hmm. or every friend they have is uncle this, aunt that. Yeah. And, I, and see, and that's where, like, me and Ashley agreed on it because going into it, we didn't want all my friends to be called uncle and aunt because they're not that. Yeah. They're friends. They're not uncles. They're not aunts. They're not brothers or sisters. Yeah. You know? But the one thing that I was adamant on is you've been you've been there since I was five years old. You have earned the right to be called uncle. Like you yeah. have been the only only constant thing in my life, uh, other than AT and T. Yes, yeah, we know. Yeah, I crack that joke all the time. <laughs> yeah, uh, other than Ashley, you're the longest commitment. Other than Ashley and AT and T, uh, but no. Uh, so yeah, no, I, I get that. I, there's no middle ground on that. No, it, no, it's I either agree. an extreme no or extreme yes. Yes, everybody's uncle this, uncle that. Yeah, and then when the kid grows up, they have a complex because they don't realize who in the hell is actually family or not. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and and I think I think it it's it's nice to know that our children understand that we're not related related. Yeah, whether it be blood or marriage or whatever, but they still have the respect. And the knowing and the understanding that, hey, this is dad's best friend ever, but he's my uncle. And, and they oh. they understand the difference. Yeah, they they know when it comes to Uncle Marshall, you are Uncle Marshall yeah. regardless, but they do understand that we are not blood brothers. Correct. But, and, and, of course, they know that we've been friends since we were five and six. Yeah. But, uh, okay, is there a time that you can remember – that you looked at your kid and was like, "What the hell did I do? Like, uh, yeah. Why did I have kids? Yeah, do you have like one a, that you like a time like, like immediately the moment after she was oh, born. That's a cop out. No, it's not. You want to know what I said to her or what? what I said to what I said to my ex wife and the nurses that were in there and the doctor. What? <laughs> Holy shit! She looks like a dead fish. Jeez. That was the first thing I ever said about my daughter in her entire life, literally. See, I just automatically go to, how offended do you think people would be if you called their kid a dead fish? Like, um, it's okay when it's your kid, you know, but... They would probably be pretty offended, but then again, I'm not in the delivery room when all my friends are having their children. Honestly, Emma looks like a pillow. <laughs> like That's awesome. Because, like, when Jackson come out, like, okay... All right, story so, time. Jackson's built like Ashley's family. He's yes. real slender. He mm-hmm. has a neck. He has a definitive chin. He has, like, the whole nine. He wasn't a ball of marshmallow like you. Yes. Emma, on the other hand, is built like her day. She don't have really no neck. Uh, she's she's what we call a fool. She's, she's not fat. She is. What I hate is if you look at her, she's losing all of her baby fat. 
and I you, don't like and that. Daddy doesn't like that. It makes me sad because then, she, like, she just got her haircut uh, Friday. Yeah. And of course, the girl that does her hair does mine and Jackson's, and she like styled him his hair with curls and stuff. Yeah. And when and we got done, she looked like she was ten or eleven. Oh. And I was like, I don't like this. Yeah. I don't like this at all. I know how you feel. 100%. But so when Jackson was born, uh, he was hard to come out. Mm-hmm. So they had to use measures to get him now, out. Now was he was he breached or turned in any way, or oh, was his remember. head still facing down? No, I don't remember. Oh, I knew okay. there was an issue with it because that's I, why. Without getting into the Jackson's my miracle child. Yes. Uh, without getting into the long diatribe of what that means, just know that Jackson was our miracle child. Uh, Emma, on the other hand, she kind of took the reins from the <laughs> get go and was like, "No." It's, Fuck the, you guys. Like, this is what I'm doing. Yeah, this is going to happen. Uh, but no, so uh, Jackson was a natural birth. Uh, I, I don't, I, there was something wrong. I, uh, I don't remember what it is yeah, either. But so Emma was a C section, though. Mm-hmm. So, like, them trying to get him out, it wasn't as smooth as, as they would have hoped. So they had to use the suction to I'm get him out. I'm pretty sure it wasn't as smooth as Ashley would have hoped so either. I think for real. So I think that's why his neck is so definitive. Because <laughs> they plus, stretched him. Like, if you look at Ashley, she has an actual neck. Yes. You look at me, I have no neck. Correct. Like, I'm, like, head and shoulders. Like, I'm the, I'm shampoo. <laughs> yeah, I'm shampoo. That's what I am. Emma, on the other hand, she's built like her daddy. And I love her. She is the greatest thing that ever happened to me. But when she come out, she looked like just a, a ball of marshmallow. She yeah. was just fluffy. And, like, she had no neck. She looked like this when she was born. That's what she that, looked like. I think that was her. That was her fu moment to the world. Like fu, I'm here. No, her fu moment was the fact that uh, trying to conceive her, we thought we had more time to do so. Uh, given what, what do you mean by given it? the timetable of the la- of of her brother's pregnancy? Oh, okay. Uh, we thought we would have like a year and a half of trying before she was actually conceived mm-hmm. and like three months later she's like i'm here bitches let's Damn. do this pregnancy what it's so time. yeah it, like from the time she was conceived everything's been on emma's time oh yeah which come back to bite us because like when she was born i used to make the joke and call her the warden right because she was head of the prison yeah and she took that to heart and now at seven years old she legit thinks she's running shit and that's the biggest battle i have with with her is the fact that I have to remind her, Emma, we let you think you run shit, but at the end of the day, like, I'm dad. Like, I'm head of the household. I'm king of the castle. Mm-hmm. Like, you better go on before you get punted into the next room. <laughs> yeah. Like, metaphorically speaking, please don't call CPS. Yeah, None of my kids get beat. None of them. <laughs> like, that's the problem is my kids probably don't get whooped enough. <laughs> Tell you the truth. Sometimes that can happen. Yeah. Well, see, and that's my problem is, like, I'll let the small stuff go. And see, that's me too, because like my daughter, she, you know, she's, she's more or less what I call my mini female version of me. Yeah. So when she does stuff that I would do, it's like, do I, do I, do I laugh at this or do I tell her she can't do that? So like the biggest, like for me and Maddie in the mornings on our way to school, we make a pinky promise to each other and just to flow through it real quick, it's, it's big, good day. No drama three times and F them bitches, but we say the whole word. Jeez. And so that's like our little morning ritual. 
But the other day, she was just going off on just cussing up a storm. And finally, after like four minutes of it, I just had to look at her and be like, whoa, like enough. Like no <laughs> You've more. You've taken advantage at this point. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, so so it's, it's a fine line, especially as a dad of a girl, but just a parent in general of, you know, okay, you're, I, I gave you permission to do this, but then when is it too much? Yeah. And that, and that's a lot of what I have trouble with with Maddie um, is getting her to understand that just because I allow you to say this doesn't mean that you can just F-bomb this, shit yeah. this, da, 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 and just on and on for however long you want. See, and there there lies the moment I, I felt like I failed as a parent. Okay. Like, I was like, maybe I'm not cut out for this parent thing. <laughs> And it wasn't even with Jackson. Like, I got through good, what, eight years with Jackson before I hit that moment. Yeah. Emma was five, and they were in my room getting ready for school, and uh, Jackson had my iPad, right? And Emma come in, and she was like, hey, that's Dad's iPad. And Jackson was like, I'll give it back to Dad. And then Emma, at five years old, rips the ipad out of a jackson's hand she goes i'll give it back to my fucking dad jesus and at that moment i was like yep i don't know how i don't know where i don't know why but i've failed these kids miserably and and the thing was like i couldn't even whoop her because i was so dumbfounded at the fact that a she cussed so willy-nilly yep and b she used it in perfect context yes i was like I wanted to be upset, but I was impressed. And, and, and see, that's another thing. It's like you, I was like, "You are my kid," but it's it's one of those things where you're just amazed at what your what your children can do yeah. and what they do, comma do. Ha ha! I didn't say it. Yeah, I threw that in there. But it, it's just one of those things where you're just amazed and then you're terrified all at the same time. Yeah, because I'm raising a living being that I have to make sure survives till they're old enough to do it on their own. Hey, I just told Ashley last night, I was like, Hey, we've kept him alive for 11 (laughs) years. And she was like, that's a record. And then Jackson looked at us. I was like, I was like, yeah, you definitely did last longer than the first one. Oh, I I was hoping you would say that. And he looked at me like there was another one. And then he, like, come running over me to, like, start hitting me, right? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, believe it or not, you're actually Jackson 2.0. I was like, the first Jackson didn't last as long. <laughs> and, like, dude, you could just see the anger in his eyes. And I was like, yeah, I'm joking. Yeah. But it was it was a fun time because he got real worked up for a second. That's awesome. Yeah. But, no, uh, yeah, that was that was not my proudest moment as a parent. Yeah. Uh, but I, at the same time, I was like, you know. There's their mother. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know? Like, you know. I cuss, don't get me wrong, but their mother, she's mm. she's like a whole nother level. Like, she's it. sailor times 10. Yeah, I wouldn't know. That's my mother. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> actual statement. She's like sailor times six. Close enough. But yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> what's funny now is, like, Jackson uses cussing as, as a reward system now. I know. It's great. No, it's not. It is. No. It's kind of funny. Yeah, and uh, I don't know, man. I don't know that I want to get into that story. No, we're going to get into that after after we come back here in a little bit. Yeah. But, uh, so, and I've got a story about Maddie as, as far as a failure as a parent goes. Yeah. And uh, it involves sitting by the swimming pool, a chair, and falling asleep. 
So we'll just we'll keep that well, on the back burner. I've, ne- I've never even heard this story. I think you have, but it's been a while since I've told it. I don't think I have. Um, but uh, no, we'll get into that yeah. as well as we're going to look at uh, parenting in a married household versus a single parent uh, when we get back as well. So you guys stay tuned. We'll be back after the break. Let's do it. Let's be honest. Wheelchairs are heavy, bulky, and ugly. If you carry a wheelchair in your car to take care of a loved one, you know how hard it is getting that clunky, old-style wheelchair in and out of your car. Introducing the Feather Chair Wheelchair. At 13 pounds, it's the world's lightest wheelchair. It folds in seconds and fits neatly in your trunk, backseat, or closet, so you can take it everywhere. And it's only available right here. Order yours today and get a free wheelchair case a $50 value yours free the feather chair the world's lightest wheelchair is just $4.99 with easy payments as low as $16 a month sorry no medicare or insurance accepted so call right now to order yours 800-823-5826 800-823-5826 that's 800-823-5826 with Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 26. Out of date carpet giving you the blues? Tired of your old dingy and broken tile? Let my friends at the floor store in Cleveland, Texas give your home the makeover it deserves. This is old Taco Joe coming to you for the floor store. Whether it's carpet, tile, wood flooring, or real wood laminate, the floor store can cover all of your flooring needs. Located at 405 West Henderson Street in Cleveland, Texas, owner Brent Harris can help. Shower tile, tub surrounds, even backsplashes. Give him a call today at 817-641-9444. The Floor Store, they've got you covered. Hey, there's something you forgot to do. Hmm, it sure is hot. Are you sweating like a dog? Wait, what? Dogs don't sweat. Oh no, you forgot to get your window tinted. Whether it's the kitchen window that sits in the sun for the hottest part of the day, or you just got new wheels, call Sharp Window Tinting in Burleson. 817-615-9379 or look them up on the web, sharpwindowtint.com. Welcome back, guys. Joko Community Radio is the proud to be the voice of Johnson County, Texas, and is live 24-7 on the TuneIn Radio Network. TuneInJoko.com is the place to find all the ways to listen and watch, and the station app is also available for free on Android and Apple devices. Simply search your store and check out our lineup and more at JokoCommunityRadio.com. This episode and more brought to you by Next Level Claims, making your insurance work for you. Reach out to your Texas sales rep at 844.text.hail. That's 844.839.hail. 
4245 and be sure to dress your arms and more at the tiffy.com yes sir all right so coming back guys we are talking about just some of the the pros and cons of being a parent and it sounds more like cons than pros so far it does i just want to i just want to say let me put a psa out there or whatever you want to call it I would not trade fatherhood for anything. Me either. Those kids are the greatest thing other than their mother that has ever happened to me. Uh, I love my kids. And clearly, anybody that knows me knows the sacrifices that I go through. Not so much money, yes, I mean, money, well, financials is a big part of it. Well, but your kids don't play sports either. <laughs> that well, shit racks up. Well, my child is now into horses. Oh, yeah. That so shit racks that's going to get expensive. Yeah, that definitely racks up yeah. too. But no, uh, but the time that we spend, that I spend with my kids, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, there are the, like last night after Emma had her meltdown, I sat there and held her till she fell asleep on me in my chair. Yeah. Uh, but also, it's like the, the, multiple practices a week that I've got to take them to and, and all that. And I wouldn't trade it for a world. Like I love the fact cause growing up, my dad was always, was always on, on business. He was always going on business, uh, to an extent, my mom checked out. We, we've kind of talked about that a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm so thankful that me and my mother have a relationship again and all that. But as a kid, my mom checked out. So, like, even though they were there, I didn't feel like they were present. Yeah. And, and so I want my kids to look back and realize my dad was present. And and that's all I want for that's all I want for Maddie is her to understand that that and a lot of it has to come comes to the fact that me and her mother aren't together anymore. Yeah. But I want her to understand that even though me and her mother aren't together, we love her. We care for her, and we are going to do everything we can to provide for her. And also, my girlfriend, she does the same thing. You know, she she takes care of her. You know, she helps. She she, uh, she makes her lunch in the morning. So yeah. literally, I get up, I get dressed, get the kid up, she gets dressed. I walk in there, put her lunch in her lunchbox, and we're out the door going to school. You know, but I, I want the same. I want Maddie to understand that want her to have the memories of me um, being with her and supporting her and helping her, you know, things like that. Yeah. Uh, so before we, cause I, I do want to kind of talk about uh, the differences of parenting in a, in a marriage versus single parent. Uh, but before that, get into your story you were talking about before we went to break. Okay. So the story that involves the chair, a swimming pool and a nap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so me, her mom, her, and the, now mind you, this is when she was like 10 months old. And this is a big parenting fail for me. So we were at a motel back when the motels would offer non-guests to come swim in their pool for like five or six bucks a piece. You're you talking know? about the one out on Henderson by 67? Yeah. 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 So we went there, right? Yeah. And you know how it has the uh, gravel concrete? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm sitting there. Who in the right fucking mind thought that that was a good idea to put gravel concrete? Like, clearly you're walking around barefoot. That's not the greatest thing for your feet to be on. I'm sorry. Especially when it's 115 plus outside and your feet look like raisins from being in the water you all You know day. what would be ideal for, like, pool size like that? Turf? No. Well... It wouldn't be bad. 
But no, you know the the like spongy bounce stuff they put on playgrounds now. Oh, not yeah. black because that stuff would heat up. But like a light blue, like a pool color. Blue? Well, like the splash pads. Yeah, yeah, bro, put that around there. Oh, like. that'd be nice. Anyways, back yeah. to your story. Sorry, um, <laughs> you got you got me on a pedestal there for a second. So you got me gassed up. I, I congratulations. Yeah. Um. So we were sitting there, and I'm holding Maddie. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, she falls asleep in my arms. And apparently, I fell asleep too. Next thing I it's know, it's not hard to do. Next thing I know, my child's face down on the concrete, <laughs> and I wake up to this child screaming. I pick her up, and her face, like her nose, from like right here, is just scratched all to hell. Yeah. Well, she fell on her face, so I told April at that point, I was like, "We're going to the hospital." Yeah. I, I, bro, it was horrible. Long story short, her face at that point was still 98% cartilage, so there was nothing severely wrong with her. Although, looking back now, I think possibly caused some brain damage the way my child is sometimes. (laughs) Well, I think she was just born with a couple screws loose. Shut up. (laughs) Like I really feel like your daughter, and and not just your daughter, my, my kids too, I think they might have been born like an Ikea product, or there's just a couple <laughs> extra crews. You don't know where they go. You're like, where do these go? And you're just like, listen, be careful when you sit down for about a month. Let's see yeah. if this actually settles first. But uh, So that's the story of the swimming pool, a chair, and a nap. Yeah. <laughs> Not your proudest moment? Not even close. Yeah. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. I believe it. Now, uh, so Jackson was probably two or three. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dad had come into town. Yeah. He was staying with us. And uh, so it was the day dad was leaving and he's packing up his stuff, loading up his truck and all that. And I can't find Jackson, <laughs> right? This okay. is before Emma was born and I'm freaking out. Jackson's like two or three. And this is when we lived on Douglas off uh-huh. Cleburne. Yeah. A busy street. And so I start freaking out, like panicking. I'm like, like thinking he might've run out into traffic yeah, or something. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I told, I tell my dad, I'm like, dad, I can't find Jackson. And I'm screaming, Jackson, Jackson. And I don't even think, God, I hope Ashley's not still listening. I kind of hope I she is at I this don't point. Think, yeah, I don't even think she's heard this story. Oh, go I, ahead. I'm, I'm not 100% sure. Uh, so, like, I've lost him. Yeah. I don't know where he's at. Okay. And I'm freaking, and I'm crying at this point. Oh, yeah. Like, I, mean, I've, I lost my son. Yeah. <laughs> and then I hear my dad out of nowhere, found him! <laughs> she's listening what'd she say she says i haven't heard this dot 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 (laughs) go ahead sir. so then i go back inside jackson has pooped his pants this is when after he was potty trained okay so he may have been closer to three i don't know uh rest in peace rest in peace yeah yeah this is gonna be so anyways i go inside jackson's hid in the closet in his closet because he pooped his pants and he was so scared that he was going to get whooping. Oh, so I let, felt like I felt as a parent at that time. Yeah, like but, hardcore felt. But like, let me ask you a question: When you the the immediate afterness of finding him, what was your emotion at that point? I hugged him, relief. Yeah, yeah. And and I told him, and I probably would have done the same whether he had hid in his closet or not. Uh. I let him know, Bubba, it's it's okay. You know, mm-hmm. like... Did you tell him you've done it, it before? Yeah. 
Yeah, we're not we're not going to go into that. <laughs> I'm glad you find that funny. Uh, I don't know if she finds the story funny or the fact that Ashley commented, I haven't heard this. Both. I yeah. can guarantee it's both. Uh, <laughs> Ashley, just know I'm not going to call you as soon as I leave. I'm going to give you some time to cool down on that one. Uh, hello. Uh, we have Andy Keller. I, I, if I butchered your last name, I'm so sorry. Uh, so they said... <laughs> Uh, hello, did you know that in Germany, a lot of children get kidnapped from their parents legally? The kidnappers even get paid from the government. What? What? The blue hell. And see, like, wow. listen, I love you, but this is gassed up. We uh, we tell it like it is. I'm so glad I'm an American. Me too. Because <laughs> that shit don't fly here. Yeah, no. <laughs> that is a no-fly zone. But hey, I, res- I respect the game. Uh, I mean, if you got to make money, $20 is $20. I'm sorry. Bro. You know, if people aren't going to watch it, I, you know, I just said I didn't watch my... All right, anyways. Anyway, back on track, sir. <laughs> yeah. So we've talked a lot about fails Correct. as parents. Yeah. I want to talk about, do you remember one specific time where Maddie did something and you were like, shit, maybe I am a good father. Like, I'm doing shit right right now. Um. Okay, so as far as me doing anything right... Well, no, like, not, like not really. You, you realize, all right, maybe I am raising her right. Maybe it's the, the okay. So the very first time that I ever saw her in public, unprompted, be respectful to a person. Yeah, I love to, it. I to love understand. It when old people... And and this lady probably this was probably when she was about five ish, four or five, five or six somewhere in there. Um, she said yes, ma'am, to this lady without prompt from me. Yeah, and it was just like, huh? Okay, so she's a demon child at home but she's an angel outside so you know i i the first time first time i heard her be respectful out in public was probably wow. the one of my proudest moments of my daughter yeah uh andy keller uh please if i'm if i'm pronouncing that wrong please put in the comments that i am let me know uh they said, I'm not gaslighting you. I myself also got kidnapped, ripped away from my parents for two years. This could be best described as human trafficking. I'm so sorry you went through that. Man. Uh, yeah, that, for sure. As a parent, that is one of my biggest fears. Uh, that's also why I don't give my wife a whole lot of shit for being a helicopter parent because uh, her working in her line of work, she sees the worst of the worst. Yeah. So she's overly cautious about stuff. And you know, me, I'm like, yeah, it'd be all right. But at the same time, like I'm thankful for her doing that because are you a closet? Are you a closeted over worrier about your children? I do to an extent, but mm-hmm. at the same time, I'm like, they're going to learn one way or another. Uh, yeah. Uh, but at the same time, yeah. Like when, when, when they go play out front, a Emma's not allowed to play out front without Jackson being outside. Correct. Uh, B, uh, they leave the front door open mm-hmm. and then one of them is to come check in with me every few minutes, yeah. uh, just to let me know, Hey, we're still good. If they go from the front yard to the backyard, they have to come tell me, uh, Do you make them come through the house No, they or can is go it just around back, holler? but like both of them will go back there. So usually Emma will come in and say, Hey, we're going to the backyard oh, Okay, and then she'll cut through. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I do take my precautions, uh, they're just they're they're intermingling in the in the comments. Hey, yeah, we got a whole family going on. Hey, in listen, here. y'all converse all you want, man. That's what I'm talking about. But uh, so the moment I knew I was doing right as a parent, okay, 
Now, I love the fact Emma and Jackson both fight to hold doors open for people. Yeah. And I love that. That's mm-hmm. just that's good manners. They both say yes sir, yes ma'am to people other than their parents. But so me and Jackson went to eat lunch at CeCe's one time. Okay. There was a guy on a bench, clearly homeless. Yeah. Right? And he's sleeping and it's hot outside. So we go in to eat. I don't say anything. Jackson doesn't say anything. Mm-hmm. And this was like, I don't know, maybe two, three years ago. It wasn't a long time ago. Yeah. And so we go in and eat. And uh, so we get done eating. And Jackson's like, Dad, can you go ask the people for uh, a to-go box? I'm like, son, CC's doesn't do to-go boxes. Like the, the point of the buffet is you eat what you can here. And he was like, oh. And I was like, why, why do you want a to-go box? He was like, well, I wanted to get that guy outside some pizza because – He's he doesn't have a home and I know he's probably hungry. I teared up. Yeah. I was like, I, I can imagine. Bro. I like, would too, man. My son's got a good heart. So then I proceeded to uh we went up to the counter. I got two ten dollar uh gift cards yeah. to CC's and then gave him I had Jackson give him the gift cards and gave him like five or six bucks cash what yeah. I had on me, uh to get something to drink and all that and uh you know, I let Jackson go give it to him, and and it was just it was a proud moment as a father, and I realized maybe I'm not doing so bad as a parent. Yeah, and, and those whenever whenever you see your kids do stuff like that, it, it makes you think, hmm, I'm not doing not doing as bad as I think because I can tell you, I can tell you right now, there are way more times where I've thought I've been just such a shitty parent than yeah. I have thought that I'm an awesome parent. And then in those same moments of me thinking I'm an awesome parent, you get reminded by the child that you are a shitty parent Dude, sometimes. Nobody, you know what I mean? Nobody humbles a dad better than a kid. Exactly. Like, well, and and that's the thing. To me, a, a child will humble anybody. Yeah. Because two 100%. things are going to be... Ha- kids are brutally honest because they haven't had the experience of learning for the most part through life like their parents or like older adults how to hold their tongue and have the tact or the courtesy not to just be like, well, you're a fucking moron. Yeah. You know, something like that. Yeah. Whereas if a child tells you you're ugly, you're ugly. Yeah. They don't sugarcoat shit. Like, shoot, like, I, I mean, there's been times where Maddie would crack a joke about me and I'm just like, Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, but nobody emasculates a man better than his own kids. Exactly. I'm just saying. Yeah. And it's and women. It's, I don't care what you say. You can try and emasculate your husband any sure. way you can. Nobody does it better than their kids. Nobody does it better than their kids. Especially when you're a dad and the child that just emasculated you is your daughter. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. What, Clint? Clint said, my kid walked in the other day and was like, dang, Dad, you built like a a potato. (laughs) They ain't wrong. No. (laughs) You gimp potato. (laughs) And for those of y'all who don't know, I know y'all see Clint every week. Uh, Clint is the producer for our podcast, Bohemian Chat City. Uh, Go check it out on all major platforms, uh, as well as YouTube. Uh, We do have videos, so please go check that out. He is our producer. He looks like the caveman from the Geico commercial, so there you go. Um, And he walks like like an elephant who broke his his ankle. For real, for real. Uh, He he, he walks like Lieutenant Dan mid-losing legs. (laughs) When they're just hanging there? (laughs) Yeah, like, like one's gone, one's on its limb and you know it's before uh he tells Forrest I can't feel my legs and Forrest is like you ain't got no legs Lieutenant Dan like 
before that, but after the explosion. Correct. Correct. <laughs> that's that's what he walks like. Yeah. <laughs> kind of looks like it too. I'm not gonna lie. He does. He does a decent job. Yeah. But uh, okay. So, what are some? Because, like we kind of talked. <laughs> What'd she say? She said <laughs> she laughed my ass off. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I mean, tell me that that's not a, a accurate description. Yes, please. If you don't agree with it, fight me out in the parking lot. <laughs> don't care. Yeah. But so we talked about, you know, parenting for me is so much easier because I do have backup. Mm-hmm. Like, and I've had backup this whole time. You for, for saying, I know you have the girlfriend now and she helps, Yeah. but even still, I'm sure she holds back because, uh, even though she is a contributing part to Maddie's life, she knows I'm not her mother. Like there are things she's not going to do because she's like, I'm not going to overstep those True. boundaries. Uh, but there was a, a time after the ex before yokes yep. that you were a full fledged, full scale, red blood, American single dad. Yes. What were some of the struggles that you went through being a single parent? Uh, the biggest, the biggest struggle honestly was just really getting to the point where, a schedule mm-hmm. to making sure that the child was up and dressed, ready for school. Um, another part, making sure that I remembered to feed her. <laughs> like I'm not gonna lie, like you get so used to the mom doing exactly, you know, you know you because do. because when when I was with her mom, I was already gone by the time my daughter got up to yeah. go to work. I was already gone by the time Maddie got up. You know, her mom took care of her, getting her to school, taking her to school, fixing her lunch, picking her up from school, all that stuff. So it was a very hard, just basically, here's your transition, figure it out and get it done. Because um, I don't want her, A, not to eat. I don't want her to be late. Because my daughter is a very, as far as being late to places, she absolutely dreads being late to places. Yeah. I am practically the same way i hate being late you know if i'm gonna get somewhere i'm at least going to be there at least anywhere between 15 to 30 minutes early if i am running more than 15 to 20 minutes behind i try to like i try to do my best to let people know i will i will give you that you do so you know um and then or what you do is you wait to the last minute to tell somebody hey i'm not gonna be at my nephew's birthday party yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. No, don't don't apologize to me. It ain't my birthday party. I already talked to your son. Chill out. Did you? Yeah. When did te- you talk to him? I text him. Did you really? Yeah. I forget that like that he has a phone now well, and I have his number. <laughs> yeah, not even that. Like the cause, you know, we go through his phone every once in a while just to make sure he's yeah. on the up and up. And then I'll see like random texts like New Year's Eve. He texts yeah. you he's like, Hey, happy or happy New Year's Uncle Marshall. Yeah. Yeah, like I forget that y'all talk on on the regular. Yeah. In a way. But no, I I already told him I said happy birthday, so yeah, I already no. talked to him about it. Okay. Um I kinda I, I just ask it. Well, no, because I know you, you and and your ex, uh, aren't eye to eye on parenting. Um, I okay. on on some things like on overall, some things, yes, we have gotten a lot better at how we want to have our child be growing up, yeah. and we've both. I wouldn't necessarily say compromised. I mean, I guess that's the best word for it. But we both agreed. Okay. A, B, and C is what we want for our daughter. 
and D, E, and F is what we're going to do to make sure those things happen. Yeah. So, and and also, um, a lot of it coming in, you know, Yoko, she's awesome. She she is great. She, she's all right. Fuck you. She's adequate um, at best. You said that, not me. She's amazing. If you disagree, fight me in the parking lot, Yokes. You know where to find us. <laughs> um, she she has really helped in the way that me and Maddie converse with each other, as well as she is my backup. She'll help me with her. So if I, you know, if if Maddie's getting out of hand and I get to the point where I'm just frustrated and I just want to just take my child's head off, like like she'll step in and be like, "Bro, you can't do that." Yeah. Like like one night Maddie got an attitude with Yoko and I let Yoko handle it. And I and I'm I am here to make my child understand that just because you're in a bad mood or just because you're upset does not mean you can be rude and mean to other people. What'd she say? She said you ain't about that life, homie. <laughs> oh, she's talking about me she's talking fighting about her. you fighting her in the parking lot. Yeah, I ain't worried about that. But um and and you know, and Maddie got upset about it. And I was just like, You can't do that. Yeah. You know, and and it's not that I'm not gonna back up my child in a situation, but it's also that She's understanding there are consequences for any action. Correct. Not only that, but Yoko is the person I'm with. You need to respect her like you respect me. And if you can't, then there's going to be an issue. And it's not going to be between me and Yoko. It's going to be between me and the child. Yeah. Because the child has to understand respect is a two-way street. Yeah. If you can't give respect, you're not going to get respect. That that was, you know, growing up like in a divorced family, like... uh Surprisingly, I was always the one that took my dad's new love interests, uh, and I say love very loosely. Yes. Uh, I took them more respectfully than Jessica did. Like, Jessica was the person that didn't like them just because they weren't her mom. They weren't mom, yeah. Yeah, and and I was not that way. Like, And, and there is there is a point where, like, maybe genuinely not liking them, because, like, my current soon-to-be... Once all that's done, yeah. Yeah. Uh, soon to be not stepmother. Uh, I genuinely just do not like her. And you're going to come across those people no yeah, matter who they are. But there's a difference in not liking them and disrespecting them because you don't like them as a person or versus she just was not comfortable with the fact of there being another woman in your life besides her or her mother. And that's what it That's what it was at first. Yeah, 100%. Obviously, yeah. because I would say probably about the first... Six months, maybe maybe five to six months yeah. that me and Yoko were together. Maddie pretty much was just like, I don't want her here. I, yeah. I, you know, things like that. And I said, okay, I understand. So, you know, I talked to Yoko and she understood. She's yeah. like, listen, I am not going to come between you and your daughter. That is not how, how this is going to happen. And that's such a it, respectful way to, to enter the thing. It, it I wish is. all people understood that because that was the biggest issue with, with, not not stepmother. Yeah. Uh, with us is like she wanted to come in between me and my father. Mm-hmm. She did not like the fact that that my father had something before her. Yeah. And she was completely against me and and my family because we were something other than her and her kind. Yeah. Uh, we were not rich people we were not this and that she she viewed you she viewed you and your sister as less than her yes that's yeah. exactly well, what it was all of his family 
Uh, she told she told my sister one time that she was surprised she was with my dad because he wasn't a millionaire, and he was the first not millionaire she had been with. Uh, but she didn't seem to care when she was out of work and my dad was flo- floating all the bills. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then she told, which I love the fact that I get to go down there and see her and be like, ha, ha, ha. She told us one time she doesn't see how anybody makes it in life less than 75000 a year. And I'm like, Don't even bitch, get, get your fucking priorities straight. And yeah. then you can. Like, yeah. there are ways to do it. But either way, uh, you know, th- those are things that I'm thankful I don't have to deal with. Being a married parent, mm-hmm. uh, I, uh, I don't know how well. I could parent without Ashley because she does like, that was one big thing that uh, we had to iron out before we had kids. Uh, How, what parenting duties and I, stuff. Yeah, because we were raised two completely different ways. Yeah. I was raised in a very laid back, uh, uh, do what you want kind of situation. Yeah. I was a very laid back household. She was raised very, you know, strict and, and schedule and structure yeah, and everything. Well, yeah. And conservative. Correct. You know, uh, so we had to to find our middle grounds in areas we didn't agree with, and and I will say, uh, me and her, we, we come up short quite a bit as parents, and I don't think we're any different than anybody else. But for the most part, we do very well uh, co-parenting. Even I, I hate using the word co-parenting because that insinuates we're not together. Well, uh, co listen, co-parenting is uh, real quick. Co-parenting is not only for divorced people. Yeah. Because you have to be a unit. And that's the biggest thing I think a lot of couples don't understand is you have to be a cohesive unit. So, yeah. therefore, co-parenting is not only for divorced people. Yeah. But anyways, guys, uh, we've reached that time of the night. Y'all be sure to go check out our podcast, Bohemian Chat City, on Apple, Spotify, Google, YouTube. It posts every Thursday. So, please check in and then come back to us next Tuesday night at 6 p.m. on this channel right here, guys. We love you. Marshall, I love you. Love you, too. Andrew. All right, we're out. Later. From Burleson to Venus and Grandview to Godley, this is the voice of Johnson County, Joko Community Radio.